Daf Mem Dalit, two lines from the top. We had said in the Mishnah on the Mem Gimel base that Amoicher Avdu Levi Kichovim, or the Chutzar Tzitzyatim and Chern. So if someone sells his Evid to a Goy, in which case the Evid Kanani will no longer be able to do mitzvahs properly. Or he sells them to chutzlarts, which either means he won't be able to do mitzvahs, or stam, he's not being the kind of the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael. So in that case, there's a knas that it's Yotzeb ben Chayv, even if the Evid can somehow get away from the Goy, or get away from, from wherever he is, and try to come back, or maybe you can catch him back, still we knas the original Adun, and he has to write a get shikher on him uh, as a punishment for selling his Evid into a matziv that he's not able to do mitzvahs appropriately. So says Zimar, what about these following cases? Tell about him. What if the Israel owed money to the guy, and the guy comes and collects the Eved in lieu of the payment? So he didn't actually sell him, but Lamaisa, he did not end up having to pay the loan when he gave up the Eved. Or if a when there's pogroms, and sometimes when there's a pogrom, the guy says, we'll leave you alone if you give me your field. We'll leave you alone if you give me your evid. And he takes the evid that way. So it says the b'raisa, lo yotzerecheres. That's not called that it's the yid's fault. Uh, <coughs> and therefore, if it's not his fault, lo yotzerecheres. There's no knas. By not repaying the loan, that's not called your fault. For Aminni, the following case. The halach is, if you have a field that has crops growing in it, and you grow the crops and you harvest them, you have to take off Trimus and Mises. What if a guy comes and takes away the crops before you had a chance to take off Trimus and Mises? Do you still have to take Trimus and Mises off, obviously from the stuff you still have, and make a Trimus and Mises on that which was taken away? He took away all the crops that already were harvested before you took off Trimus and Mises. So the price it depends. In if the king took it because you owed money, actually legitimately owed money, then you have to take off the Trimus and Mises still. In Bamparis, if the king is just a, a, a thief and he just takes away whatever he feels like taking away, then then it's not your problem. So the Chari, you see, that when you, the king takes away because you owed money, it is considered your issue, and therefore you have to take Trumas Trumasimaisis. And the same thing should be by the Eved, if it's taken away from the Yid by a Goy, because he didn't pay back a loan, that should be like a Mechir, we should have a class there. Says the Gemara, Shani Hasan, the Kamar Shtarshaleh. Says the Gemara, no, there's a fundamental difference between the two cases. The question by Trumas and Maestros are, did you somehow get Hanaf from this field? And the answer is, you did. You got enough from this field because you, you ended up paying back a loan. And since you got enough from Tevel by using it to pay back a loan, we tell you that you have to go ahead and take off Trumas and Maestros anyways. Obviously, it's a Knas in that case. You're not really going to take off Trumas and Maestros. It's a Knas. Whereas by the Evid, the question is not whether you get Hanaf from the Evid by paying back the loan. The question is, did you purposely do something which caused the Eved to be not able to do mitzvahs? In this case, you didn't. The guy forced you to, and took it away. Yes, you could have paid him off, maybe. Uh, as we'll see in the Gemara, if you could, you could. If you can't, you can't. But assuming here, uh, you didn't have the money to pay off. So it's not considered your fault. And therefore, if it was taken away by a chayv, by a guy, we do not consider that a mechira. And there is no knas to say that he automatically goes free. Rashi says a parhang is, again, someone who is making all kinds of false rumors, Rashi says, and therefore you, you just say, okay, take my evidence and, and leave me alone. Similar to the previous case. So, so there we see there is a kanas. Now why? You just said if it's not your fault, there is no kanas. So why over here is it a kanas? We're talking about a case where you could have done something. You could have given him cash. You could have given him something else. And instead you gave him the Eved. Then it is your fault. In the previous cases, we're talking about either the guy took it on his own or you had nothing else to give him. 
Gufa Amarav Hamoicher Avdei the Parhanga Vikachavim Yatsa Lecheres. So the Mai Havalei the Mevi, like we just said, Havalei the Pious for Lai Pious. You could have somehow uh, gone ahead and given the guy other money or some other something that you have that instead of taking the Eved, and therefore that is considered your fault. Boyer Vimir. So Vimir has a general question about this halacha of the Knas when you sell an Eved to a guy. What if it's not a permanent sale? What if you're basically like renting him to the guy? So for 30 days, he won't be able to do mitzvahs properly, maybe. But at the end of the 30 days, it comes back to you. The Chacham make the Knas in that case. Now the Havamina is that the case of the Parhang is that the guy takes the Evid for a short amount of time. And if he's only taking the Evid for a short amount of time, then, and still we said, it's a Knas, because we said, Havamina the Fayas, you could have given him something else. So you see that, Therefore, we have a kanas, even though the evidence is only being out of mitzvahs over here for a short amount of time. Says the Gemara, No, maybe that's talking about a parhang that's per- permanently taking the evidence, not just temporarily, and therefore that would mean no riot or shayla of a 30-day sale. Okay, what about this case? What about What if you sell it to a goy, but not for working purposes? Rather, you're selling it to the goy because the goy wants this evan to be able to mate with, I uh, guess, a shifcha that he has of some sort. Whether this, whether this evan kanani is mutter to a goya shifcha is an interesting question, but assuming that that's what happened, regardless, mutter us are not, not important right now, but is this in the category of mechira of an Eved that we said there's a Knas on, or that is only when you sell him for work, and therefore he'll be unable to do mitzvahs. Here when you're selling him just to be able to mate with a shifcha and have Eved babies for the guy, maybe that would be different. Or, chutzman a mitzvah What if you make a deal with the guy? You can buy my Eved, but you have to allow him to do all the mitzvahs. Okay. Well, what if it's not all the mitzvahs? What if it's chutz b'shabbos yom tayvimau? Right. The iker iser of selling of of, a, of the chiv, I should say, of the adon to an eved, an eved knani, shifcha knanis, is to make sure they don't work on Shabbos. Of course, you know that's that's beferishin of the chavamoscha. So now that I work them on Shabbos, what if when you sell to the guy, you make sure that you're not going to that he's not going to work with them on Shabbos? Or the Ger Toshav. What if he's some to a Ger Toshav who's not going to do any Avedah Zorah, he's not going to eat Nevelas. Or the Yisrael Mumer. What if he's Mamash a Jew, but he just doesn't keep all the mitzvahs. So in all these cases, Mao. Or the Kusi Mao. What if he's some to a Kusi who might be even keeping more of the mitzvahs than he saw more. Now it's interesting to point out in the Mishnah it said if you sell it just to the Chutzlaretz, that's enough a reason for him to go free. So it seems to be selling a Eved out of Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutzlaretz is worse than any of these cases. All these cases, we're not sure if it's enough of a kanas. But selling him to leave Eretz Yisrael, that seems to be worse than any of these cases. So, the Bryce says, So the Bryce clearly says, if you sell him to a Ger that is considered selling him to a Goy, and you have the kanas, by a Kusi, you sell Mumer. So then we have different prices. Some say it is a kanas like a Goy. Some say it's no, it's like selling him to a Yid. It's not the best situation, but the kanas does not apply. What about an Evid who tries to get away and he gets away by getting himself arrested? And in this case, when he gets arrested, it's not really getting arrested like for the police. It's some guy who's just going to take him. Okay? So now, but this case, the guy does pay for him. Okay? The guy doesn't give a yid a choice, but the guy does pay for it. But so obviously, all things being equal, the halach is, the Yid is supposed to do whatever he can, like Pujin Shvuyim, to get him back. But if he cannot get him back, not Pidini Yisrael, not Pidini Mekechavim, Maosh Yitol is Domov. 
Can the Yisrael keep the money? So if the guy gives money, is the part of the knas that he has to not take the money? Or if he give, takes the money, throw it away? I don't know. Or is in this case, it's not his fault, and therefore, uh, nothing he could do about it is he's at least allowed to keep the money. He's going to have to write a get shikhar, we said, but maybe he'll be able to keep the money. It's, so it says the Gemara, it sounds like it's separate from the get shikhar shah. That's what it sounds like. Go look in your brice and see what you find. Rashi says sell goy a house or karka in Eretz Yisrael. If you do, it says dama vasurim. The money is also you're not going to get enough of that money. If the guy kicks a yid out of his house, and you can't prosecute the deal because the guy is stronger than you, so you're allowed to keep the money, says the Brisa. You're even allowed to go to the Goyish courts and have the shtar written up that you're getting the money, but at least you'll get the money, at least that's taken care of. So you see. Then in a case where it's Asurbano, Lamaisa Khazal said in this case we are forced you're allowed to keep the money. Maybe that's a bias. bias. And as Rashi explains, the whole issue here really is that this is obviously not a case where you're selling it to the guy. This is a case where the guy is taking it. So there's really no issue over here of Mechira. However, and maybe even the Knas of Ben Cheren doesn't apply. The only question over here is, do we make a Gzera? Do we make a Gzera if the case where the guy takes him against your will and pays you and we let you keep the money, that looks like a Mechira and you might get confused for a regular case of Mechira. I think that's Mutter as well. So it's really a Gzera issue. Oh, so it's really a Gzera issue, says the Gemara. So now we can differentiate between the case of the house and the case of the Evan. Buy a house. The reason we let you keep the money is because people aren't selling their houses in Eretzol. Everyone needs to live somewhere. So the odds of you selling a house to a guy in Eretzol are very small anyway. There's nothing to worry about. Therefore, there's no reason to make a Over here, you people don't need Avadim necessarily. They have other Avadim. It's easy to get an Evan. Therefore, if we let you keep this money, you might come to actually sell the Evan to the guy and keep the money. So we're not sure. So is this a riot to the, 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 the case of the house? As Davdaf Garaya to the case of Evet. So Shauchlu Revi Ami, so if Amdi sent to the person who asked this Shiloh, and he's about keeping the money, and he says as follows Mini Ami Barnos, and that was his name, Tari Yitzel the Choyisol, I'm issuing this Psak, that Evet and you can't get him back, which you should if you could, but if you can't, Mutter Lito is dumb if you're allowed to keep the money, and Vikaisim Alavishavik Chavim, you're even allowed to. Make a star in a goyish court to get the money. We're more looking out. This is not considered. We don't have to worry about exera in this case. And we're more looking out to make sure the poor yid who had his evidence stolen at least gets some money out of it. If you sell the evidence to the guy, which we said you have to write a star shikhar for him, but it was very clear from the previous Gemara that there's a preference, not just a preference, it's not, in, it's not instead, it's both. You have to do whatever you can to get the Evid away from the guy. So it's two issues over here. There's actually a double knas. A, you have to go buy him back and you have to free him. So, Koynsen, I say, Admeya Bedamov. The Bryce says you have to pay up to a hundred times more than the Evid's worth. So, Bishu Malevi Shaila is, so the Gemara Shaila is Davko or Lav Davko. Did he really mean a hundred times or is that just an exaggeration? It means maybe more than he's actually worth, but not necessarily a hundred times. Tashma, we have a similar halacha. Because we're afraid you're going to sell it to him of Shabbos, and you're not going to have time to close the deal, and then he's going to end up working with, with the 
with the animal on Shabbos, um, and therefore that's that's part of the issue. So there, or he might be taking it for a trash drive. Rashi brings the Gemara. Shabbos discusses what the issue. The Gemara of I'm sorry, discusses what the issue is. But whatever it is, you're not supposed to sell a behemoth to a guy. If you do, so the Bryce says coincidence so in here the bright Rish Lakish says that you, we get a knas that you have to pay up to 10 times the amount. So if you see in one case it says 10, once the case it says 100, it sounds like that's dafka. I'm not sure what the difference is, but at least it's dafka. Because maybe the difference is, um, maybe the difference is, actually I, I want to explain the question a little bit different now that I see Rashi in detail. The Gemara's assumption was that if here it's 10, so by an it's also 10. So even though by an it said 100, really it means 10, like it said by the Behemoth 10. And that the Gemara answers, no. Shani Evet, call you Mavyu Mavkal Mitzvah. Maybe an Evet is worse. And maybe an Evet is 100, because an e- by the Behemoth, worse comes to worse, and maybe I'll work with him on a Shabbos or so, maybe. But by an Evet, every day the Evet is by the Goy, he's not able to do Mitzvahs properly, and therefore maybe we do knas you up to 100 times. And maybe it's worse than the case of the animal. So it's not clear. Ikad Yami, that we had the Maimers switched, meaning, by the Evet it said 10 times. And then the Shailah was, that Dafka lav Dafka. And Tashmah, the Rosh Hashem, 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 the Rosh you're not getting the Evid. The Evid goes free, right? It's a double knas. You have to pay to get him up free, and then he goes free, right? He becomes a ben chayrit. So therefore, maybe we don't cast you a hundred. So what do you mean? So then it shouldn't make a difference. So by an Evid, you can tell me, really, the knas should be ten times, like we do by behemoth. By an Evid, it's more because you, by, by, I'm sorry, by the Evid, by the behemoth, it's more because you're getting the, the behemoth. So it should be one more. Ninety more. That doesn't make any sense. Alice says the Gemara no a difference far. Evan The difference between the Evan and the Behemah is that they, at least according to this version of the Brisa, that by a Behemah it's usual for people to sell animals to goyim, and therefore we have to make the class much greater, up to a hundred times the value. Whereas by an Evan it's not really typical for people to sell. It's even though we have a class. Now, here is a knas, but we don't have to put a knas in place up to 100 times. Even 10 times is going to be good enough for us to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Lamaisa, we have two versions of the Baisa, which is worse, the case of the Evid or the case of the Behema. What happens if a person sells his Evid, which we said the Evid goes free, fine, and he's supposed to be paid him back. And now the owner, now the owner dies. Okay, so the question is, The evidence goes free, the evidence goes free. That's no question. But does the children have a mitzvah to go be paid to the evidence back from the guy, in this case, for something their father did? And we can bring two examples of similar halachas. In Tim Salem, Halachas of a koyin gets a bechor. So if the bechor is a tam, it has to be brought as a carbon. If the bechor is a balmum, the koyin gets to eat it without bringing it as a carbon. What if we catch him piercing and making a hole in the Bukhar. So the Allah is, over there, he loses the animal. Okay? So if the father does it, Tzermar is a Bukhar, Umeis, Kansu Banavachra. Over there, the Allah is, not only is the father usher, but also the children are usher also. 
So you see, we do class the children for something the father did. That's Bisham Disu Deraisi. That's because over there we're talking about an Isid Deraisi. But Isid Deraisi, we're definitely going to be Machmir and make the class forever on the children. So that's, that wouldn't be a good riot to our case. It, maybe it's okay. I can bring you another case of a dinner. The Lachas on Cholomoyd is if something is a Malacha that is a Dover of it, you're allowed to do it on Cholomoyd. What about if you're Mechavin Malachta Mimoyd? You set up a situation where it's going to be a Dover of it. So theoretically, it did not need to be a Dover of it, but you set up the situation before Yantif so that on Cholomoyd it's a Dover of it. Oh. So in this line, Rechivin Malachta Mamaidu Meis Loi Konsuban Racherov. Over there, we don't class the children. If the father died, now the children are faced with this Cholamoid situation, which now it's a Dover of not, not no fault of their own, something their father set up. Over there, the children are allowed to go ahead and do it. It's it's fine. It's not considered a problem. They're allowed to do Dover of it on Cholamoid. That's different, maybe. Over there, the father never actually did an Isser. Right? The father died before Cholmoyed. He had set it up so it'll end up being a Dover of it. But the father never did something wrong in the first place. Over here, in our situation, the father sold the evidence. The father did something wrong. It's just a din on the person who did the Isser. Or is it a din on his estate? And since the estate is still here, we force the children to go ahead and at least from the money they got from the father, to go ahead and be put to the oven back. So what's the halacha? We see a similar halacha by Hilcha Shemitah. Sadash niskab tzibishvi. So you have a field that you picked out the thorns and the bad stuff that was growing in it on Shemitah. So you're not supposed to do it on Shemitah. It's only done to Rabbanim. But Lamai said, it's not even really considered avoid of You're not really improving the field. You're just taking out the bad stuff. So then the halacha is tizl mashishviyas. We don't put you any class. You're allowed to plant that field mashishviyas. But in the in the daira, if you put fertilizer on the field from a wagon, or Nandaira means you if animals walk up and down the field on Shemitah, so you're fertilizing the field on Shemitah. It's Mashma from T- Rashi and Taisa Befeir says that even then it's only Nisad Drabbanan, still Loitizlamatishvias. Then we Knasu, in that case it's more called Avoide Bekarka, and if it's called Avoide Bekarka, even though it's only Nisad Drabbanan, we do not allow you to work that field on Matishvias. And Vamar Beisha Bechanina, Naktina, we learned, Nataiva Umais, if someone did the was fertilizing his field on Shemitah, and then he died, Benoizer, the children are allowed to work the field Matishvias. There is no din of Knas on the children, by, since it's only talking about a Dindar Abbanon. So we see, by all Dindar Abbanon, by Dindar Aisa, it seems we, when we have a, a Dindar Aisa, that makes something also be also for the children as well. But when it's only talking about a Dindar Abbanon, then we do not answer it on the children. Someone has Truma, it's Tar, and someone else goes over and is Metameyet. So this is what we call a hezek she'enu nikr. There's nothing physically wrong with this truma now, but it's unedible at this point anymore. So it's called a hezek she'enu nikr. It's not visible to the eye. So in that case, you have to pay. So the children don't have to, if the person who did it is alive, he has to pay. But if he's dead, we do not cast the children. Why? Because hezek she'enu nikr, we pass in daraisa's loish me hezek. We can ask the rabbanan, which is the din the rabbanan that you have to pay. They can't rabbanan, the brei, they can't rabbanan, therefore we do not cast the children. Next halacha, we said if you sell the Evet to Chutzlar, it's not about it. Here the Bryce says, who writes the. Now, here he did a sale, right? In the first case, we sold to a Goy, so we're saying the sale is Ke'ilu no good. The Rabbi Rishon has to sell it, because remember, you know, the Goy never really owned the Evet, he only owned it for Maisei Dain, we had said earlier. Therefore, it's still theoretically 
uh, owned by the original owner, we knas him and say he has to free that evet. In this case, you actually did a sale to a yid. You just a yid in chutzlords. So the sale worked. So the knas is actually on the rabbi Shani. The rabbi Shani has to free the evet. Does he give the money back or not? Hold on, we'll discuss that. Depends. Sometimes there is, sometimes not. Kate said. So Ruben owns an Evan. He says, I'm selling it to Shimon the Antuchi, which is out of Eretz Yisrael. There's no Knas in that case. Because it's not clear just because this person is called uh, the American or the Antuchi that he actually lives in Chutzlaretz, right? Plenty of people here listening to this year who live in Eretz Yisrael who still call themselves American of some sort, or British, or Holland, uh, or Dutch, even though they're living in Eretz Yisrael for many, many years. So therefore, just because someone is called Antuchi does not necessarily mean that he's planning on bringing the Ebed to Chutzlaretz. Remember, the, the halacha over here is if you take an Ebed and schlep him to Chutzlaretz, that's a Gemara Ksubis. The Gemara Ksubis says an Ebed can refuse to go to Chutzlaretz. If an Ebed wants to make Aliyah and the owner doesn't, the Ebed can go free. That's a separate halacha. Here we're talking about the sale issue. When you made the sale, was it clear in the sale that this was a, this was a sale against the Dinder Abana? So it says the Gemara, it depends how it was made, says the Shingam Liel. If he says, I'm just selling it to someone who's Antuchi, lo yatsa. But if he's an Antuchi who's living in Antuchia, then in Echanami, the Yatsa. Then, of course, the knas kicks in. It's only loyotza if you say that the antuchi is still living in Eretz Yisrael. But if it's vague, then it's mashma. There would be a knas. Depends. This antuchi, does he have a house here? Or does he just stay in a hotel? If the antuchi is staying in a hotel, so it's clearly he doesn't live here, and clearly he's going to be bringing the every back to Chutzarets, the knas kicks in. But if he has a house here, maybe he has a house in Chutzaretz as well, but he also has a house in Eretz Yisrael, and he's called the Antuchi, that doesn't matter, says Rishon Gamliel, lavdaf, because the Knas Kekin, because you have no, don't necessarily assume that you're doing it to sell him to go to Chutzaretz, and therefore the Knas does not kick in. What about the following case? You have a person from Chutzaretz who marries an Isha in Eretz Yisrael, and she has a Vodim, she brings as Nuchsetzayin Barzal into the marriage. But that delachs her. He's planning going back to Bavel. So what's the Allah over there? We have a Machlechus in the Gemara in Yevomus about when the end of the marriage and they have to give back the Nixitzer and Barzel, can he give cash instead? The Nixitzer and Barzel are a fixed price. She gets back that money. Does she get back the actual chefetz? Because she wants that chefetz of sentimental value. Or he just has to pay her that money and he can actually keep the chefetz. So what does it mean? Something like this. That she gets to say, I want the chefetz. So the evidence is considered hers. So the evidence is considered hers the whole time. And therefore you're taking her evidence to chutzlarts. Or do you say, <coughs> excuse me, which is, let's clarify. So on the side that it is hers, and therefore there's no sale. So even though she's bringing the Nixay Tzern Barzal into the marriage and he's going to be taking this Evan to Chutzlaretz, it was never sold to Chutzlaretz. It was just an Evan that you brought to Chutzlaretz. There's no Knast there. Since the Maise the Evan works for the husband, it's like it was sold to him and it was sold to him to bring to Chutzlaretz and the Knast kicks in. You could say the opposite. If, even though it's considered his. I mean, if it's like she sold it to him, he can't keep it, 
right? He's going to have to pay for it, which he didn't yet. Kedidame, it's considered hers. So take it. It's not clear what Allah is in this case. Is this like a mechira that the Kanas kicks in? Yes or no? Amaravo, shanli yabeichanet. Yabeichanet taught me the following Allah. Evet shiatzach a rabbi lesuria. So if an evet follows his rabbi, his rabbi, not rabbi, his rabbi, his owner to Syria, umachusham, and then the rabbi sells him in Syria. So then, machusham, rabbi yatsa lecheres. That goes free. That's considered chutzlarts for this halacha. Since the Evid followed willingly the rabbi to Surya, so then he shows that he's not Makhbit, and therefore the Knash not kick in. So depends. When the Evid went, he was going for a short trip. He went for a short trip to Surya, and then the rabbi tri- tricked him and sold him. Then in the Knash kicks in. But if he went to Chutzlar, it's willingly al das rabbi. Then there's no kras because the Eved willingly moved to Chutzlar. Vatani, we talk to see that way in a brayso. Yotze Eved Achav Rabbi Lesuria. So when he, first of all, we mean Yotze. Yotze means he has to. Yotze leisagilo enofik. He has to. Vatani ena komatzin. You cannot force an Eved to leave Eretz Yisrael. Ela Yotze ha Eved Achav Rabbi Lesuria. If he happened to agree to go, v'machir Rabbi Shem. So it depends. The brayso is beferish. If he had, if it was only for, supposed to be for a short trip, and they end up tricking him and selling him there, then the knas kicks in. Because then he willingly went to Chutzar, so there's no more knas. I heard from Shmuel two halachas. This first halacha, that when you sell an Eved to Chutzar, it's uh, about this halacha, so we said that the Rabbi Shani has to free him. That's one halacha. Ve'idach, another similar halacha is, The halacha is if you sell a steachuza, so then, and yevil comes, it goes back to the original owner. Fine. What happens if you sell a field during yevil itself? So, it's going to go right back. So, how does that work? So, Rav Rav says, it's a sale, but it goes right back. Shmuel says, it's not a deal at all. Now, what's an afkamina? No? So Zamora Bachada, one of these cases Hadri Zvini, Bachadala Hadri Zvini. So the question here is in both these cases, when you sell the Evat Khutzars and the Rabbi Shani has to free him, or when you sell a field during Shemitah and we say it's Enemikhur Kalikar, what happens to the money? Does the money go back or does the money not go back? So says Rev Anon that I heard from Shmuel in one of these cases the money does go back, and one of these cases the money does not go back. But I'm not sure which is which. Let's take a look. The Bryce says, The Rabbi Shani writes to get Shechur, which means the sale worked. Obviously, that means the Kenyan worked. The Kenyan worked. The Rabbi Shani paid for it, and the money stays by the Rabbi Rishon, and now the Rabbi Shani loses the money. So in this case, the Rabbi Shani loses the money. He loses the money. And therefore, when it said over there, when Shmuel said by the case of Yevil, it actually means that over there the money does go back. Okay, so the money goes back, and there is no case over there. Over there, the money is definitely going to go back. So one of them it works, and one of them it does not work at all. <laughs> so therefore, that would be the machlekes between Rav and Shmuel by the case of. The Mechia, Rav says, which means the sale is a good sale, and the money stays by the person who sold the field on Shemitah. Shemot says, and the money goes back, whereas by the case of the Evan, we're saying the money does not go back. 
So the Marvavanan, who asked the Shaila, Brysa le Shmiele. He never heard this Brysa, and therefore he wasn't able to be pushed the Shaila. Vimi de Shmuel, if you're going to say that he can learn out from the fact that Shmuel said, Ain a Machur Kalikra, Ain a Machur Kalikra on Shmita, by the case of Yevo, I'm sorry, sounds like there's no deal, and the money goes back. So no. Maybe mimai dein mechura means umos chayzrin dilma dein mechura umos matananinu. Maybe when it says that the deal is off, means that you still get to keep the money. Midam mekadosh chayzrin. Like in a case where a person is a meisik kedushin to his sister, did my mekadosh is a chayzrin. Rav umos chayzrin. No, no kedushin. Obviously, kedushin is not tayfus to his sister. You give the money back. You give the diamond ring back. Shmuel says, when you do this, the money is a matana, and therefore you obviously know that you don't mean a real Maisei Kedushin, you just mean to give it as a matana. So it could be when Shmuel said that Eina Mechura, it meant, it meant that it has no valid situation over here, but the money stays as a matana. Anyways, Kamashman, that no, the money goes back. One more piece. So my He's saying me what now? That Ruben owns an Evet. He sells the Evet to Shimon who's going to Chutzlaritz or is in Chutzlaritz. So the money that Shimon paid to Ruben, Ruben gets to keep and Shimon loses the Evet. Why? Why is that fair? Why are we punishing Shimon over here? Maybe he should get the money back. Shimon should get the money back. Ruben should lose that money. And then Ruben has to free the Evet. And it's Ruben's out and we force Ruben to free the Evan. Why are we canassing Shimon more than Ruven? Says the Gemara, because it's not the, the expression is, it's not the mouse that steals, it's the hole that steals. If the mouse steals but he has nowhere to hide, that doesn't help. So therefore, it's the hole that steals where you put it. So it's Shimon's problem. But that's nice, that's theoretically true, but obviously a hole doesn't steal anything. It's the mouse or the rat that does the stealing. So how do you look at one more than the other? You're right. We can blame Ruvain and we can blame Shimon. Shimon has the evidence now. If Shimon has the evidence now, he's the one that we're going to cross, and therefore we tell him, you have to free the evidence, and the money you already paid gets to stay by Ruvain. Okay.